We interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broadcast. It's Wednesday. It's 6 p.m. It's the Think So Joe Show! I love having that echo back. It's me, Think So Joe, and uh, with me this week uh, for the first time in, a, in quite a while is uh, all WNY founder, my boss, Mr. Scott Leffler. Evening, Joe. Evening. Glad you were able to do this, because uh, I, I didn't have anybody else. <laughs> I'm, I'm always here when you need me, except when I'm not. But no, I, I always love doing this show. I do my show by myself. I talk to myself for an hour, which isn't quite as much fun, so I'd, I'd, rather, I'd much rather talk to you for two hours than talk to me for an hour. Well, if I didn't hear back from you, I was gonna I was gonna repost uh, looking for a co-host, and if I didn't find anybody, I was gonna attempt to do two hours by myself. I was maybe gonna double up on music and uh, just try to come up with stuff to talk about. Uh, in particular, uh, this event uh, that you and I had this past Saturday at Mister Goodbar that was a uh, that was a fun time. It was a good event. I would yes, definitely agree. Fun time. We made say. We... All the bands walked away with some money. We uh, we, we did a bunch of people at uh, this show compared to the last time we were at Good Bar. <laughs> I I thought we were just going to pretend that this was our first show at Good Bar. It was our first show at Good Bar. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was our first successful show at Good Bar anyway. Well, without a doubt. That's that's not saying much, though. So, yeah, no, it, it was a great show. You know, the music was great. Um, I, I loved all four bands. Uh, it was nice to see so many people out there. Had some friends I haven't seen in a while come out to say hi. Um, had some tasty beverages, and then afterwards we went and uh, ate some tacos. So I mean, uh, all in all, I would call it a successful night. And then uh, I came to my office and uh, worked until like six in the morning. And then uh, I had to work my other job at seven in the mornings. So it was, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I was hurting after that. I'll tell you. I don't miss those nights. <laughs> I'll tell you. I, I used to do that. I used to do this show. I, I used to do this show do voiceovers like during the day before the show and then go straight from here to uh, the job that you are now working. <laughs> right. Uh, that I may, which, be, may be going which, back to. I don't know. <laughs> I guess we'll find which, out. I mean, you know better than anyone. It's, it's not a bad job. It's a great job. Oh, no. And it, it, it's the type of job that if you're going to have been up all night, that's the type of job you want to do. Although it gets a little dull, but uh, it's there's nothing difficult about it. That's for sure. The, the worst part is, you know, drinking enough coffee to stay awake sometimes. I, I think part of the reason that I didn't uh, fare so well at Kmart was I was so used to having a job where literally I did nothing uh, for 15 years. And then I went to Kmart and I'm making minimum wage, you know, moving things around all day. Like, and yeah. you're like, wait, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> where, where, do, where do I sit, though? That's the question. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, no, I don't think I'm doing this again tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> you guys have fun with this. So did you do that job? Did you quit after one day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I did the, uh, it, it was, um, I applied on like a Thursday. No, it had to be a Wednesday. I applied on Wednesday. Uh, I got called on Thursday. He wanted me to come in that day and I was unavailable or, or whatever. No, no, it was, uh, I applied Thursday. He called me Friday uh, I was unavailable. He said, can you come in tomorrow? I said, uh, sure. So I went in on, on a Saturday, did my interview, and the guy, I mean, he already had it in his mind that he was hiring me. He right. says, he says, oh, yeah, your, your schedule came back as, uh, as perfect for this job. Like, 
dude, I'm not available Saturdays. I'm only available till noon on Fridays. I'm only available till three on Wednesdays. Like how I'm not available until six on Sundays. How am I, you know, a perfect candidate with my <laughs> hours that I'm available? Like that doesn't right. make any sense. Uh, so he says, you know, you could go do your drug test right now and the, the results will get back to me uh, by the end of the day and you can start, uh, you know, you could start uh, Monday or whatever, you know. I'm like, well, I can't do that because my kid is sitting at home by herself, uh, you know. So uh, I went Monday, I did the drug test. Tuesday, I got the call, uh, like, come in Wednesday. Or or no, it was Tuesday morning he called and said, come in today and do your orientation. I said, okay, sure. So went in, did orientation. I went in Wednesday uh, and uh, and worked. Uh, my days might be off here, I don't know. But I, I worked and uh, I went in and... Uh, you know, did the one day and I, by lunch, I'm like, I don't know if I'm coming back tomorrow, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and then by the end of the day, I'm like, well, if I can manage to get out of bed tomorrow, I'll be here. And then I didn't go to bed until like six or no, until like five. And I had to be there at six. So, um, needless to say, I had pretty much made up my mind. I wasn't going back. Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm. I got. I'm spoiled by having had a desk job for 15 years. You know, if I want to, if I'm gonna work, that's kind of what I want to do. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, maybe I should take that job at Rapids doing stage, uh, you know, stage setup and stuff. I don't know. At least I get to go to all the shows I want to go. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, I know Karina does that, and she seems to have a blast with it. Sure, she was the one that uh, suggested me working there. Cool. You know, Mark's been great to the station. He's a, he's been great to me. Um, he he seems like he'd be a decent guy to work with. He's a little difficult to get a hold of, as you know. But other than that, <laughs> uh, I I quite like him. I I am aware he's difficult for you to get a hold of. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, can you give me tickets to this show? Like, I'll let you know when I hear from the guy. <laughs> Basically, yeah, that's what it's that's that's what it comes down to. And uh, not much else I can do about that. Yeah, we, we, you do what you can. I appreciate it. You know? <laughs> I got. I, my, I, I do. My, I do my best, and if that's not good enough, I try to do somebody else's best. <laughs> yeah, we're 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 not on the air next week uh, because I'm still attempting to go to this. Uh, 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 what the fuck is the band? Stone Sour. Still trying to go to their show. I I really just wanted to go to see Steel Panther and leave because. Right. I, I've seen Stone Sour. They haven't put out anything else that I know since then. Uh, I mean, they, they've certainly put out albums and stuff. I just haven't paid any attention to them. Uh, so I kind of wanted to go see Steel Panther and Bounce. And uh, I was looking at ticket prices this morning. It's uh, $37.50 advance, $42 day of show. That's kind of steep. And, and if I'm going to pay that much, I'm going to like feel obligated to stay for Stone Sour. Sure. I don't I, like. I literally only want to see Steel Panther. <laughs> Didn't you just see them? I did just see them, but I want to see them again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever. We got into a discussion with uh, with my buddy JT out in Syracuse, uh, following the because he was jealous that I was at that uh, Steel Panther show, right? And so when I heard they were coming back, I said, I said, "JT, Steel Panther's coming back, dude. You should take the night off of work and make the trip." And he's like. He's like, no, I can't take the night off of work. You know, okay, I got it. You know, no problem. Um, but uh, that's one of his favorite bands too. So uh, 
he got me into them. And so when I had the chance to see them, it's like, oh shit, Steel Panther's coming. I got to go. And, uh, and you got me the hook up on those. I appreciate that. Got me the hook up on Fozzie. I'll, I'll get you your, uh, I'll get you your, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, um and if, if, uh, if we end up having extra tickets to that show, I'd kind of like to go, uh, mainly because I'd like to see Optic Oppression again. Uh, Greg Burt's band is the opening band. Now, uh, this was a topic of discussion the other night. They don't really fit in. I have no idea how it is that they got this gig, um, but I enjoyed the heck out of them when I saw them before and would love to see them again. So I may end up, if, if, we, uh, if we don't end up giving away all those tickets, I may end up uh, using you know one, probably... A single one because I I don't know who else I get to go with me, um, <laughs> but uh, I, I I may I may end up going to that show anyway. Yeah, um, I mean I I'm a I'm a fan of Optic Oppression. I just don't think they really fit in with the bands on this particular show. Yeah, not at all. I I don't get it. But hey, whatever. You know, uh, Greg's a good guy. If this for gives sure. him an opportunity to get some exposure. Good for him. Absolutely. You know, Greg put out that uh, thing. Uh, couple weeks ago, uh, basically saying that he had overextended himself and uh, for the music productions was going to have to, you know, take a bit of a break, uh, basically to let us to let his cash flow catch up. <laughs> right. And, and uh, th that's all he said was, hey, guys, I got to take a break. Well, you know, I catch up on a few things. I'll be back in a couple months. And then a bunch of people said, no, don't go. You know, please keep booking shows. How can we help? Blah, blah, blah. And uh and I messaged him and I said, hey, uh, you know, I don't know what it's worth. And frankly, I don't care. But All West New York Radio would love to sponsor your shows. Um, you know, I'll give you a, a certain amount of money per month. And it, a couple other people must have done the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, because I don't know if he set it up or if someone set it up for him. But he ended up getting a, um, a Patreon set up uh, to help him to basically pay down some of these bills. Sure. When you book shows, now, the way we book shows is a lot different than the way Greg books shows. Greg books national touring acts. They right. want their money up front. Right. So, so all right, you've got X band that's going to come to Niagara Falls or whatever. They want their $5,000 up front, and then you make your money through ticket sales. So, basically, Greg was waiting to make his money back on some shows, so he had some cash so that he'd be able to book more bands. And everybody's like, no, we, we don't want that lull. You know, what can we do? So, somebody, whether it was him or somebody else, created a Patreon to allow him to raise funds. And then this became like this savage thing on the internet. People were angry that basically he was raising money. Um, and I don't get it. Now, I, don't, I have no idea how much he has since raised. Um, I hope it's enough that he can, you know, start booking shows again immediately. Mm -hmm. uh, and actually, he just he just announced a fairly big show today. So I have a feeling he must be uh, in, in a decent shape. Unless this was something he already had planned and just hadn't announced yet. Right. Um, but uh, people were angry that he had started this Patreon to, you know, help get him through. They, they, they felt, uh, I don't know. People like to get angry at other people. Everybody <laughs> wants to tell everybody else how to live their lives. And I felt really bad for Greg because, you know, honestly, it, it, in terms of people that I know in this business, Greg is one of, if not the single most stand-up guy. <laughs> I uh, you, you hit the nail on the head where people just like to get angry at other people uh which uh, there's a huge there's a situation we could talk about from this past weekend uh uh <laughs> Sunday 
uh, in particular that we could talk about people getting mad at what other people are doing. But uh, no, uh, Greg, uh, yeah, Greg, definitely, uh, I could see how he spends the money uh, with some of the acts that he's bringing in. I've, I've heard, you know, some of the numbers of how much money he's lost on some of these shows. And uh, I'm all for him, you know, having the Patreon and trying to, you know, get caught up on his on his money and uh you know the dude's gotta eat the dude's gotta have shelter and the dude's gotta have internet to promote his shit you know and, right. and well, electricity to to power his uh devices to promote his shit you know <laughs> and it's definitely not like he's getting rich off of it because no. greg's got what greg's got a full-time job plus a part-time job and that's all in addition to him doing the shows yeah which you know he does for the sake of the shows He's he's not doing it to get rich um, you know, just like all West New York radio, we've never done this to make money. It would be nice once in a while. Um, but all West New York radio has existed now for, we're going on 12 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty much just been an expensive hobby and a means to get the word out about local music. Um, but I know, you know, last year specifically for the all West New York music awards, um, we got accused of like doing it for the money and we didn't make any money. <laughs> we off lost the money. Western music awards. We lost money on the all Western New York um, music yeah, awards. The, the, the show at just the show or specifically um, had, you it, lost money on the, yeah. well, no, but it wasn't just me. I mean, and, and that's the thing. Greg helps with the all West New York music awards. They wouldn't exist if it weren't for him. Sure. Um, sure. and he printed out all of the, uh, all of the, the award certificates. And he paid for that out of pocket. Yes. So it wasn't just me that lost money. Um, there was a whole bunch of people that put a whole bunch of time and a whole bunch of money into making it happen, and nobody got any money back. Uh, so it, I, I do think it's funny when people are always accusing people of, oh, you're just in it for the money. Dude, <laughs> what money? You know, yeah. Or, or, or bands, for that matter. You know, We get bands that play our shows, and people are like, oh, you're just in it for the money. Um, Lower Town Trio, the last two shows of ours that, that they did with us, when I paid them, they're like, oh, we get money. Yeah, like, exactly. Yes, you get money. They're like, that's awesome. We didn't know we were getting money. Um, exactly. Most, I, I, I've most got, of the musicians locally are not doing it for the money. I've got Kickstart's, uh, Kickstart Rumble's money still sitting on my desk. Mike was supposed to get a hold of me yesterday, so I'll shoot him a message probably tomorrow and make sure he gets his money. But uh, yeah, it's, you know, we, we kind of pride ourselves on being able to pay the bands at the end of the night, and uh, which is... Uh, you know, we've had this discussion about stamps and, 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 you know, we were really enjoying our time at stamps until they started saying, well, now you have to pay, you know, now you're not getting it for free. You've been getting it for free. Now you have to pay for everything. And like, you know, I, I'd rather go somewhere where we're going to be able to pay the bands instead of the venue. Right. Sure. And, and, and you know, now from stamps point of view, um, the only money we would actually we're, we're actually paying stamps is for the sound guy. Sure. You know, so I certainly understand that. Uh, he does, Chuck does a great job, and I wouldn't expect him to do it for free. Um, I do think that it's kind of a shame that the sound guy makes more than any of the bands, but mm-hmm. you know, it is it is what it is. You know, at at the at the All West New York Radio uh, at the All West New York Music Awards in January, the only person that made any money was the sound guy. Now, he still cut us a great deal, and he's worth every penny of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but it is kind of a shame when there's only one person making any money. Um, so it's just it was really funny to see people accuse of accuse Greg of you know being greedy or selfish um, because from the start of it he never even asked for any money. He just asked for time. Yeah. And 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 people were like, no, you can't have that time. We need you. Okay. Well, then <laughs> we got to figure out something else. Um, and and then when he did figure out that something else, people were upset about it. So 
I, people just want to get angry, Joe. Well, clearly. I mean, uh, I, I actually had to unfriend somebody because they were spewing off about uh, football players kneeling on Facebook. I was just like, okay, that's, uh, I, that, I lost, this is too I lost much of this. Two friends in the past few days. Yeah, like it was too much. It's like, okay, you know, one post I can understand, but you've been you've been saying this all day, and and we had a conversation about somebody who was doing something similar. I'm, I he is not uh, one of the people that I've unfriended, but, um, you know, it was it, it, it was just like I saw too much of it. In fact, I have a I have an app on my computer. Uh, is, uh, it's an extension for the Chrome browser. It's called uh, Social Fixer, and you can block keywords. Ah. So any posts that come up and, and have the words uh, NFL, football, kneel, or anthem, I have blocked. <laughs> because I just don't, like, it was just So basically over... your Facebook feed right now is empty. Pretty much. It was just overwhelming on Sunday and in and, and into Monday. And just like I happen to be like walking to the store and I don't have that luxury on my phone to have those blocked. So I'm looking at my phone and sure enough, you know, this girl I've known for a long time is, oh, these these football players are assholes and they should stand for the national anthem. Like, I don't give a fuck what they do. <laughs> I simply yeah. don't give a fuck if that's what they're doing. Okay, they have the reasons. And before Donald Trump decided to open his mouth and say, well, these son of, sons of bitches need to stand up and, and the owners need to do something, it wasn't as big of an issue as it is now. Not even close, yeah, it, not, not even close. Um, so, of course, you know, I have my show on Monday nights, here's the thing, and I talked about this extensively. <laughs> you know, my, my point of view is, is, is fairly simple. Um, and my point of view is, who cares? Yep. Like if they want to kneel, kneel. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm not offended. I personally don't think that anyone else should be offended. Um, people that are complaining that it's somehow or another disrespectful to the military makes no sense to me whatsoever. Um, I actually, I, I did uh, defriend a few people just because they were so far out of line. And then there was one actually, um, you know, a, a, a friend of mine who posted something to the effect of this is what I believe. If you don't believe you, if you don't believe what I believe, then defriend me. And I commented, I'm like, all right, one, I disagree with you. Uh, two, I'm not going to defriend you. And three, what are you doing at eight o'clock on Monday? <laughs> so I tried to get him as a guest on right, uh, right, right. thing so that we could do, you know, a, a point count point. And uh, unfortunately it didn't work out, but like, all right, so you disagree with me. I'm not necessarily going to unfriend someone just for disagreeing with me. Sure. Um, but I am going to unfriend people for being an asshole. Sure. And, you know, I've just seen there there was a time for some reason or another right now, it seems to be very much in vogue to just say whatever it is you're thinking. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, it's like no filter um, America. And if anyone, you know, takes a moment to actually try to be thoughtful or compassionate <laughs> or, you know, think of another point of view, then they're weak. There's something wrong with them. You know, right now you're just supposed to say the most raw, ruthless thing you could possibly think of, and that makes you a real man, ruha, or whatever. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even know. Um, but like, I, I'm kind of sick of that. Like, I don't need that. It's, it's not, it's not something that I find endearing. Occasionally, I say something that I'm thinking, and then I'm like, oh shit, maybe I should not have said that. Um, <laughs> but most of the time, I try to think of what I'm going to say before I say it, and I try not to. I'm not going to say I try not to offend people because I don't necessarily care mm -hmm. if people get their feelings hurt, but I try not to say things that are 
simply dickish in nature for the for the purpose of being dickish in nature. Like I'm going to tell you what I believe, and if you believe the same thing, cool. And if you don't, that's okay too. And if we can somehow or another talk about it and come to some sort of an agreement, or at least agree to disagree and see each other's points of view, that's even that much better. Um, but don't tell me like, oh, this is how I feel, and if you don't feel the same way, then don't ever talk to me again. Because like, yeah. I never have any friends. Not that I do, but I would definitely <laughs> never possibly have any friends in the future, which I hope to someday. Right. I mean, that's just it. I'm I'm all for open discussion, like, okay, that's how you feel, this is how I feel, you know, hey, I respect your opinion, you respect mine, we're good. Right. You know what I mean? And and, and even, the, even the, the guy that you had messaged me about, and I, I won't mention his name, but the guy you had messaged me about, uh, I once I sat down, I started seeing some of his posts because this was before I blocked all the all the stuff about it on on Facebook. Uh, I sat down, I started seeing some of his posts. I actually commented on one of them, and I said, you know, I you know I, I basically said exactly what I just said. I respect your opinion, but you know this is why this is my opinion, and you know it it, it was cordial. It wasn't you know it wasn't like well you're fucking wrong or anything like that. You know it's just you know, it was cordial. Right. Uh, and, and the thing is, like, I get where people are coming from. I, I get the, the argument to my point of view. I, I get it. Um, but you had pointed out on, on that gentleman's post, because I, I did see this, uh, that many of the troops, many of the veterans are saying, no, this is, we fought for his right to be able to do that. Right. It's not, you know, there are, there are some who, uh, there are some veterans who disagree and say, no, you know, you should stand and, and, and it's a respect thing. Um, but um, the majority that I've seen have all said, you know, that is your right. And that is what I fought for was your right to be able to do that. Right. So uh, yeah, I've, I've seen overwhelmingly, I have seen service members and veterans go, Look, I personally think it's stupid, but whatever. Uh, this this is literally why, you know, this is the freedom that we're attempting to protect. I've seen others who say, you know, I find this very disrespectful. I find that most of the people that find it disrespectful, their dad was in the military or their brother's in the military. <laughs> it's not that they're in the military. Right. And I have a feeling that if they talk to their dad or their brother, their dad would be like, would you shut the fuck up because you have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. I just like, you know, I respect other people's opinions. And if you feel... You know, if you're out there and you're listening and you're, you're thinking like, hey, this guy's an asshole for saying uh, that, you know, it's okay for them to kneel. Look, I'm not saying you're not entitled to your opinion. You can have your opinion. I just don't give a shit because <laughs> I really don't care who's doing what during the national anthem. The Buffalo Bills kneeled during the national anthem. Did your fucking team win? Yes, your fucking team won. Shut up and be happy. Yeah. <laughs> Your, your team is two and one. Your team actually might have a shot at making the playoffs for the first time in 18 years, but oh God, no, they kneeled during the national anthem. We can't support them anymore. Right, and people are out, you know, burning their tickets and burning jerseys and this, that, and the other thing. And I just, I think it's hilarious. Uh, somebody posted, you know, if, if that doesn't explain white privilege, I don't know what does. <laughs> now, I got to tell you, out of all of the displays that happened over the weekend, my favorite was actually the Dallas Cowboys Monday night. I see. I was watching. Uh, I was watching other programming Monday night, so I didn't see it. All right. So here's what happened with the Dallas Cowboys. They all came out. 
And shortly before the national anthem, led by the coach, they all knelt. Uh, you know what? I, I, I saw that trending on Twitter, that, uh, that including ownership. Yeah, the, the, the entire team knelt. And then when the national anthem started, they all stood. I thought, you know what? That's perfect. They got their point across. They showed unity. They expressed that they're unhappy with the situation of race relations in the United States, which I might remind people is what this was originally <laughs> about. Um, and, and, and so they spoke their piece, and then they still displayed reverence to the national anthem. Um, I thought that was a perfect uh, way to do it. Other people might disagree in one way or another. I know they got booed when they knelt. Um, and, and I know that some people were upset that they actually stood for the anthem. But I thought it was a phenomenal compromise that expressed their solidarity with the movement while at the same time showing respect for the anthem itself. Um, and I've never liked the Dallas Cowboys, uh, but I, I tweeted at the time, America's team. Because that was, to mm -hmm. me, that was what America is supposed to be. We're supposed to be a land of compromise where, you know, one side doesn't beat the other side into submission, but we find a way to peacefully coexist and find a way for our differing ideals to actually, you know, work together uh, in, in a manner so that, you know, everybody can be better off for it. And I felt, you know, as much as I hate to say it, the Dallas Cowboys uh, did that. So I tuned in late on Sunday to uh, to football in general uh, because I was I was setting up for my other podcast and I, by the time I got in the studio it was after one o'clock, uh, so the games had already started. I I ended up uh, with the Bills game on in the studio, uh, and we were uh, you know I I had posted my status you know will you people shut the fuck up about who's doing what during the national anthem. Uh, you had posted something about the Buffalo Bills, and I said, what happened? And you said, you just said you don't want to talk about it, or <laughs> you don't want to hear about it, or whatever. Uh, so I was on the uh, I was on the wrestling podcast, and we're talking about the, uh, you know, anthem protests and things like that, and during halftime, uh, they, they showed, you know, all the players kneeling, and the, you know, the one Pittsburgh Steeler that came out of the tunnel for the, uh, for the anthem, uh, who he was a former army ranger i think right is that was that uh, the case with him former military i don't recall which branch yeah um so i mean you know but really if donald trump would have just shut the fuck up and and not said anything at all about it this would not be a thing right now correct and and i when i posted uh you know a buddy of mine who is a uh, former marines uh, his, his comment, you know, didn't support or, 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 you know, decry this in any way. Uh, it was simply ultimately speaking, it is producing quite the dialogue, which is partly what cap wanted to happen. Yes. This is, this is exactly, honestly, I, I have to imagine this is exactly what he was hoping for. Um, he didn't expect everyone to agree with him. Uh, but I, I think that this is, well, yes and no. All right. So he wanted a conversation on race relations, and we're not really talking about race relations. We're talking about whether or not someone has the right to protest uh, the national anthem. But at least we're talking, and and I sure. think that's kind of good. Um, my only concern is that a lot of people are talking, and not nearly as many people are listening. Well, my my response to his comment was, um, it doesn't seem like anyone at all is willing to budge from the respective positions on the matter. I personally look at it the same way I look at everything else. What anyone does during the national anthem doesn't affect me in any way, shape, or form. 
Right. And and, uh, I pointed out to him that he'd been with me at a sporting event where I respectfully stood up, removed my hat during the anthem, and I respect the right to uh, to anyone, or of anyone rather, uh, who chooses not to do so. Um, and then his his follow up comment was statistics back up the reason why Cap nailed, uh, kneeled in the first place. So I mean, this is former military. He's not condoning it. He's not condemning it. He's just saying this is what Colin Kaepernick wanted, and it's what we're getting. And and it, you know, it may be on a different topic than what uh, Kaepernick originally wanted. But you know, in this. I do see people coming out and saying, hey, you know, th- this is why the players are kneeling. This is why Colin Kaepernick started kneeling. So, I mean, hopefully once the furor dies down over, uh, you know, oh my God, they didn't stand up for the national anthem. Maybe people will start, uh, you know, looking at the issues that are causing these players to not stand up for the national anthem. It would be nice. Um, I, I don't know how much hope I have, but it certainly would be nice. <laughs> Uh, you know, there's always there's always hope. <laughs> me- meanwhile, uh, Colin Cap is still jobless, which is kind of a shame. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that I'm kind of hoping that somebody might pick him up in the next couple of weeks. Now that you know, now that he's not the pariah that he was, or or at least he shouldn't be, because if the entire league's a pariah, then you know he should be viable again. Um, not that he's a great quarterback, um, but you know there are currently. 60 NFL quarterbacks or, you know, some teams have two backups. Um, so there are as many as 90 NFL quarterbacks. And I believe that he has a spot to be in one of those 90 slots. Uh, his deal from what I've heard and why he, uh, you know, part of the reason, you know, the main reason is clearly the, uh, as you stated, he's a pariah or was at the time. Uh, but one of the reasons that's been stated why he's not with an NFL team is that he would be a backup quarterback and didn't want to make backup money. He's well, not the, he is not the quarterback that took the San Francisco 49ers to the Super Bowl. He, he is a, you know, he is a shell of what he was. He's still a good, solid quarterback if you, if you're, if you're, your starter goes down, you know, <laughs> but, you know, he's, he's not the same Colin Kaepernick that, uh, you know, led the 49ers to uh, the NFC Championship and and the Super Bowl and all that. Um, But, hey, you know, hopefully the guy gets a job because he's still still a decent quarterback. Right. We'll figure that out, I guess. We'll see what happens. Uh, Right now we're going to jump into some music. This is a band called The Scarecrow Show. uh, And this song is called The Rat Race on all WNY radio, the Think So Joe Show. Whenever it starts, there it is.
the Scarecrow Show on all WNY radio. You know, I played those guys like uh, a couple of months back, and uh, then I went to uh, I went to see them. It was a it was a Wednesday night. Uh, after after the show, I headed down to uh, Mohawk Place. They were playing uh, the band. This was playing. I think Arcadia, who uh, were playing later, was also on that show. Um, actually, no, it was the Hovelists uh, were on that show. And uh, you want to talk about a show with nobody there? <laughs> really? Uh, uh, there was it, it was it was those three bands, and there was a band, and I, I think they were from uh, Kentucky, um, and, and they were uh, they were touring the East Coast, and it was kind of like you you go there, and it's like, man, how are you guys gonna get gas money to go home? <laughs> like <laughs> like like seriously, there's it was it was me and the bands. And I, and you know, I'm sitting there, uh, you know, and the, the moms, what's that? Don't they have moms? (laughs) I'm sure they have moms, but their moms weren't there. It was just, it was literally, it was me, uh, maybe a couple of band girlfriends. I, I I don't even know if, I don't even know if that's accurate. Uh, but it was me and the, and the bands basically. Um, and like, you know, the scarecrow show played, um, and I was standing at the back wall of Mohawk Place, like right up against the sound booth. Because, <laughs> you know, I like being up front unless there's like nobody there. And then it's just me up front. Like, yeah, hey, you guys rock. Right. You know, like, so I'm standing yeah. in the back. And then, um, then, pe- then people want to know which band member's boyfriend you are. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so then I, uh, I, I'm standing in the back and they're giving away like a free CD. And one of the dudes from the, from the band from uh, Kentucky took the free CD um, and then I'm, I'm just still standing there and I think I was probably talking to one of the hovelists or whatever. And, uh, you know, the dude, the drummer from the Scarecrow show, who is also their lead singer, uh, comes up to me and he says, Hey man, you look like you were really enjoying it. Here's a free CD. I'm like, yeah. Hey, cool. Nice to meet you, man. I'm the guy that played your song on the radio last week. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Oh, that's you. That's oh, cool, man. I like your show. <laughs> cool. So where are these guys from? Uh, these guys are from, uh, Delavan, New York. Uh, yeah, they're uh, yeah, they're 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 pretty good, man. I, I'd like to get them on a show at some point, hopefully, uh, sometime down the line. But yeah, that was it, it's it, that place was dead, and I'm standing there like knowing how much Mohawk Place costs to run a show, right? <laughs> you know, I'm like, damn, I'm glad I didn't book this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm already nervous for November where it's like, okay, I've got four bands that are going to draw really, you know, pretty well. And I'm like, I hope I make enough to cover the venue. (laughs) Yeah. I hope you you do too, because I know who has to cover the difference. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm trying not to make you cover the the entire difference. (laughs) I mean, but geez. Yeah. No, it's it's not it's not a it's not a huge cost. It's not like an evening star cost. You know? Well, I mean, all right. So keep in mind that was a twelve-hour show or something crazy like that. I mean, that, that was an all-day thing. And he you know? he gave you. I think he gave you the regular price, didn't he? <laughs> well, I, I don't know what his regular price is, but I but I know that you know he got. What did he make? I think he made less than twenty-five bucks an hour. You know, which, you know, for a professional sound engineer is nothing. So um, I was not remotely upset at what that show cost. 
No, and, and he's a phenomenal sound guy, too. His his usual cost, he usually makes about 50 bucks an hour, so... <laughs> right. You know. And you know what? He he deserves every penny of that and then some. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. I um I don't do nearly that much work, and sometimes I make more than that. <laughs> this is true. So... <laughs> I did a voiceover once. It was, uh, it was literally, I think, like three words. They paid me five bucks. Mm. And I did the math, and it's like, damn, I wish I could make this much money all the time yeah. <laughs> per, per hour, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, you know, I've been doing a lot of larger uh, gigs lately, but I do like those $5 gigs when it's only like 30 words. And it's like, all right, I could do 20 of these in an hour. That's 100 bucks an hour. I would like that a lot. But, uh, yeah, that doesn't really happen. Yeah, I, I've, uh, you know, I actually sat here. Uh, the night after I, I stopped working for someone else and, uh, you know, one of my, one of my friends was like, oh yeah, you're, you know, you're, you're going to be broke in a month and like, you know, Hey, I, I lasted two months before I was broke. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but you're going to be broke in a month and homeless. Ha 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 ha. You know, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, you, you just worked at tops for like 12 bucks an hour last night, moving shit around and doing whatever it is you do. Uh, I just made a hundred bucks in an hour just sitting here reading <laughs> like, yeah. wh which one of us is going to be broke faster? <laughs> yeah. Clearly yeah, me, funny. but <laughs> it's funny. I was finally to the point where I was almost all cut up on everything. I'm, I'm, I'm working on a book currently. Um, and I'm, I'm a little more than halfway done with the book and I'm like finally seeing light at the end of the tunnel mm -hmm. and, and I got two huge orders today um one of 30,000 words and one of 24,000 words damn and, and I'm like okay uh I guess I don't have the free time I thought I was going to have. <laughs> I, I mean if you want to if you want to be like hey listen my buddy uh he'll he'll do this for you <laughs> um you know what if, if I get in a pinch Joe I will do that yeah I, uh, I, I, I do that for you sometimes. don't hold your breath my friend I do that for you sometimes or if like uh you know, I'll, I'll no, get. No, you do not. You are so full of shit. You're like Scott. This guy's an asshole. I can't deal with him. I send him to you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that has happened. It has. Well, the guy and, was uh, the guy was trying to negotiate, and at the time, your prices were lower than mine. So I was like, "Listen, right. you know, go go talk to my buddy. You know, that's his actual price." And then he talked you down to something ridiculously cheap. <laughs> yeah, he he was a pain in the ass. I, I've had others too. You know, generally speaking, I'm willing to wheel and deal. Sure. Um, because even even if I reduce my rates, I'm still not making bad money. No. Um, you know, I've I've got another friend who is trying, attempting to do Fiverr, and um, he he looks at any attempt at negotiation as an attempt to screw him. <laughs> so if so if anyone Can't asks for anything extra or asks for a special rate, he just blows up on them. And um, he's like, how come I'm not getting any orders? And I'm like, because you're an asshole. Uh, <laughs> we, we were just talking about this the other night because you, I, I was telling you I got a, uh, a, a PowerPoint where, you know, the, the girl says, you know, all you have to do is just read the words on the screen. And I, I was telling you about it and you're like, I won't do them. Yeah, I, I can't. Do, well, here's the thing. I've tried to do uh, like PowerPoints or sync to video. And I'm literally incapable of doing it. If, if you if you go to my gig on Fiverr, you know I have like a series of Q and A's, and one of them is, you know, will you sync your voice to my video? And my my response to that is, I'm incapable of doing this, 
but there are a bunch of you know great people on Fiverr who can. <laughs> and it's it normal. It, no it, it takes me so long to do it, and I get so angry that no matter how much they could possibly pay me, it's not worth it. Normally, I charge twenty five bucks for video sync, but this was just all you have to do is read the words as they pop up on the screen. Like, okay, cool. So she sends me the uh, sends me the PowerPoint. I, I sit here and I do a sample read for her and shoot her a message like, okay, this won't be a problem. I will do this for you. I'll waive the $25 fee because it's literally, I just have to read the words as they come up on screen. It's not going to take me long to, to actually sync this up with your video. Now, right. but the words are coming up really fast. So it's going to sound really rushed. And she says, let me fix that. So she sends me back another PowerPoint. It's slower. It's it's just perfect. So the only reason why I would actually have to do any actual video sync is if I fucked up reading somewhere, which of right. course I did. So oh. <laughs> so uh, you know it it was I had to sit here and I had to sync it up and it was it wasn't bad. The only real issue was like okay I have to hit play on the on the audio track and hit play on this on the. Uh, uh, the the PowerPoint and just kind of make sure everything kind of goes smoothly and it, it it wasn't that hard it was just um, you know it was more of a pain in the ass than I anticipated it was when I said hey you know uh, yeah I'll I'll do this for you no problem uh, I'll waive the twenty five but at the end of it all I ended up shooting her a message you know like hey you know I actually enjoyed doing this project so if you have more you know I'll I'll give you the same deal where you're just paying for the words you're not paying for the sync because it wasn't that bad and the only reason i actually had to sit here and do any post work on it was because i read some shit wrong <laughs> right yeah i don't know i'm uh I'm, I'm living the dream joe i'm 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 having fun i'm currently sitting in the all west new york radio office uh here on buffalo avenue in niagara falls and uh, I'm I'm looking around the office and and I'm I'm pleased. I, I have two different recording stations in the office right now. Um, I have one. I prefer to record while standing. Um, but I have these gigs that I do that are just endless, mm -hmm. and I just I literally can't stand that long. So I set up another recording station, you know, at my desk where I can sit. Um, and so I currently have both those, and uh, and they both seem to work you know, equally well for what I want them to do. Um, and I, I still need a little bit of equipment in here, but we're, uh, we're definitely coming along. Uh, I'm looking forward to you and, uh, Brian coming and doing the show from here. Um, and I, it occurred to me, um, shortly, you know, just a short while ago, I should have just had you come here today. Yeah. I mean, but by time, you know, by the time you knew that you were going to be able to do the show, it was like, an hour before the show, so I wouldn't have been able to get there by then. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I know I I I'd actually considered that if you were uh, if you were available when I had asked you in the first place, uh, you know, it, I had considered like maybe I could go to Niagara Falls and do the show there. Plus, while I'm there, I can run these uh, I could run these tickets over to my buddy that uh, that needs these tickets. Get uh, get that money. Get that for you. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I, I I don't know why I honestly didn't think about it until about ten minutes to six. I'm like, oh, I could have just had him come here. I'm yeah. kind of an idiot. Well, we'll be there in two weeks. Uh, Brian and I will be uh, 
Have we are, are we confirmed with that? We're doing that? Yeah, we're doing that. All right. So October October 11th, you guys are here. October 11th, we are there. Yes. All right. And then apparently I'm firing you again after that. I guess I you're you probably I. Uh, she wants you to rehire Brian, and uh, I heard that you signed with the Buffalo Bills. And, I did, um, and, and you and were used huge bonus. So. You were, you were going to use your signing bonus to to try and keep me here because I'm retiring after well, the that October 11th. That, that's right, that, that that's what it is. Is I'm retiring after October 11th. But you you, you getting that signing signing bonus with the Bills? I mean, you know, that might be enough to keep me around. I'll do what I can, my friend, because uh, <laughs> you know I I definitely do want you around. You know, especially if I'm. I, do you have any idea what position I play? I have no idea. I just right. I, I uh, the the articles apparently on all Western New York radio. I saw a screenshot. I did. I saw all the Western same New York screenshot. News. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you noticed that screenshot, but apparently, uh, all Western New York Corey, uh, Corey McKnight, who does Corey comments on every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, uh, except not today, um, because that's the way it works around here. Uh, he was having a fight with an airplane because I guess he has a he has a fear of airplanes, not just riding in airplanes. Like he doesn't like them flying overhead. I don't like them flying overhead because they make noise. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm fine with. It. Uh, I I'm looking at a screenshot. I don't see that particular one here, but I do on the, see on the right hand side uh, underneath the features section, maybe two or three down. Okay, I must be looking at a different screenshot. I've got. Uh... Think so, Joe Show and Brian Muller have parted ways. Full statement inside. Oh, this is this is uh, this is the previous one she did. Uh, right. Yeah, it's a different one because this one has uh, G wins a hockey game by himself, and G is my uh, co-host on All WNY Radio. Homeless axe murderer still on the run. <laughs> I know what that's about too. Uh, <laughs> oh, she must have tweeted that to me directly then. Gotcha. Uh, or it was something you replied to and I happen to see your reply. I don't know. Now there I'm hoping, uh, you know, she's supposed to be visiting Western New York in December, right? Uh, from what I understand. I'm still, I'm still hoping now I have invited her to uh, come by for a special screening of home alone five, the holiday heist. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and you know, so we're going to do that. We're going to drink some eggnog and sing Kumbaya. It'll be a good time. Ah, <laughs> uh. I'm still waiting for Brian to uh, to make me watch Home Alone Five, but uh... <laughs> yeah, here we go. I, I, got, I got this now. Corey McKnight versus a plane live on pay per view tonight. <laughs> yes, yeah. So I have seen Home Alone Five. I don't remember. I remember it being bad, but that's all I remember. <laughs> I uh, I I haven't seen any of them past Home Alone Two. And I was like, oh, okay. So uh, now it's just a cash grab. <laughs> Well, that's what they all turn out to be, and there's nothing wrong with it. Now, all right, so, all right, so we we were talking earlier about President Trump, mm -hmm. uh, and you just mentioned Home Alone Two, which is my favorite of the whole bunch. Sure. I, I liked Home Alone Two better than better than the original. Um, now Donald Trump was in Home Alone Two. He was, and I thought it was a great cameo. Uh, you, of course, do your wrestling show. Donald Trump uh, has uh, you know been at WWE events. Sure. Uh, he shaved Vince McMahon's head at. Uh, uh, was it one of the WrestleManias? Uh, WrestleMania 23 in Detroit, yep. Yeah, um, and you know what? I liked him back then. I liked that version of Donald Trump where he could, you know, uh, kind of kind of make fun of himself in a way, make fun of his persona. Sure. Um, but uh, I don't like this new version. I don't know. 
I was at uh, I was at Madison Square Garden when uh, Donna I, I I was gone before he came out and and got his uh, did his acceptance speech, but uh, his Hall of Fame induction for the WWE uh, was at Madison Square Garden, and I was at that ceremony, but the whole night was just a, a disaster before we even got there. So it was really like, yeah. So it was like fuck it, let's let, let let's just go back and make sure we can get our car out of this. Uh, parking ramp we parked in, you know? Uh, huh. Well, what happened was we we had, uh, we had parked at the IZOD Center in East Rutherford because uh, that's, uh, WWE had some events going on there as well as at Madison Square Garden. So we parked at the IZOD Center and we're like, we can, we can stay here, right? And they're like, yeah, it's cool, no problem. So we uh, went to the superstore they had set up at uh, MetLife Stadium. Uh, because, uh, one of the, uh, personalities on, on, uh, on WWE that I was a huge fan of was like, here's an exclusive t-shirt only available at this superstore. And for a limited, you know, and it's a limited edition. I'm like, we got to get that (laughs) t-shirt. So the next day we went, we parked at the IZOD center. We went to, uh, and I didn't really want to drive into New York. I I really didn't want to drive into New York city. So uh, we parked at the IZOD Center. We walked over to the Superstore. We, you know, I, I pulled up Google Maps and I looked up, uh, you know, bus to New York City to uh, to uh, 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 IZOD, uh, to uh, Madison Square Garden where they were having the Hall of Fame ceremony. And we get into, you know, we get on the bus and there's just so much traffic. What's supposed to be a 25 minute ride took two hours. So we got there. We're already late for the, we, we already missed an induction. So we stayed for two of them. Uh, and then we're like, you know what? Let's just go back. Cause who knows how long it's going to take us to get back to New Jersey and, and how, you know, I just want to make sure we could get the car out and then we got to drive back to the hotel, which was like an hour drive. So it was like, right. let's, let's just go get the car. Um, so we missed, we missed Donald Trump. Uh, we missed, um, uh, Bruno Sammartino got inducted by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, so we, we missed a bunch of, a bunch of stuff that night, but, uh, we ended up, um, you know, getting, getting on, going to, uh, 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 fucking transit center there. I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head. Um, Madison square. No, um, port authority Penn station port authority. Oh, okay. Yeah. We, we end up going back to port authority cause it's like, okay, cool. We'll just grab a bus from here. And we. Uh, ask somebody, okay, where do we get this bus to, uh, back to the, uh, the Meadowlands? And they're like, oh, you got to go to this, this gate over there. Like, okay, so we go to the gate, but that section is closed, like locked. Like they close at a certain time. Like, well, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) So we go in and we ask another guy like, um, yeah, uh, how, where do we catch this bus? So he points us in the right direction. We get to the, we get to the platform. It's the same driver that we had on the way up who took cash on the way up. And he's like, no, you have to buy a ticket. Like, okay, do we have time to buy a ticket and get back before you leave? Nope. (laughs) Well, shit. (laughs) Okay, so we end up, uh, we end up, we go to get a ticket. The buses were, I think like 30 minutes or maybe an hour apart. And uh, when we get on, we're just like, hey, can you just let us know, you know, when we're at the IZOD Center in, inside the uh, Meadowlands? And the guy goes, oh, no, you know, we don't go inside the Meadowlands this late at night. What the fuck you mean you don't go? I'll, I'll drop you off at the closest spot, but you have to walk around. 
to get to to get to where you're going. So he drops us off on one side of MetLife Stadium. Now, to get to our car, we literally had to walk all the way around MetLife Stadium, all the way around the racetrack that's attached to MetLife Stadium, back around, and up over this pedestrian bridge over to the IZOD Center where our car's parked. So that was a long walk, and uh, and uh, you know I was with my uh, ex, I was with my wife at the time, and she was wearing heels, which was something she never did. So this poor girl's got to walk all the way around an entire football stadium uh-huh. <laughs> in heels. It's just it was ridiculous. It was just a shitty night, and just Madison Square Garden was ridiculous, man. <laughs> like we got in and. Uh, you know, there's no escalators running, I think, at the point that we got there, so we had to go upstairs. Our seats were the back row of the top section. They called them barstool seats because they were literally bar stools. <laughs> you sit in and you got a little table in front of you, you got a bar right behind you. And where we're sitting, now this is a, this is a presentation, so they got the stage... Uh, where we're sitting, we can barely see what's going on on stage and the, uh, we can't see the jumbotron because it's, it's being blocked by, uh, Adam Graves retired Jersey. <laughs> so it, it was just a shitty experience. And when we got up to the top of the stairs, because we had to walk all the way up right. guys up there, got his little cart. He's like, yeah, oh, you need a beer. And she's like, yes, I do need a beer. I'm like, all right, we'll buy a beer. And so the guy pours her her beer, hands her her beer. It's $12. (laughs) The fuck? Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, if I would have known it was 12 bucks before you poured it and handed it to her, you would not be getting this 12 bucks, dude. What kind of beer? Uh, It was, it was like a Stella Artois or something like that. (laughs) That's hilarious. All right. So, uh, um, Eight years ago, uh, the nurse and I went to a baseball game, a Blue Jays game. Sure. Um, We were in Toronto for four days. And um, she scored Blue Jays tickets. And the tickets were like eight bucks a piece. Like, they basically gave them to us, right? Yeah. Um, and she got, I don't remember what I was drinking at the time, but it, it wasn't anything fancy. My beer was like six, seven, eight bucks. Um, she ordered a, a Stella Artois, and it was like $14. <laughs> now, mind you, that's $14 Canadian, but still it's, you know, 11 you know, $12, sure. something like that. Um, and I'm like, Seriously? Like, no wonder they gave the tickets away. They're well, raping that, us on the price of beer. That's that's how they get their money. Baseball tickets yeah. are generally not expensive. Like, if uh, if you wanted to go to a Yankees game, I think they're like 15 bucks. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, it is it, it is ridiculous, the price of beer when you go out anywhere, which is why I typically drink at home unless somebody's like, hey, what are you drinking? Here's a beer. You handed me you you bought me a beer the other night and I drank that beer and I'm like you know what I haven't drank in a while and I must not have eaten enough today because I'm fucking tipsy already it was a fucking twelve ounce can of fucking Bud Light or something right <laughs> yeah I I must have been in a particularly good mood because I bought everybody a beer the other night <laughs> um when when I when I went and signed out for the night my my bar tab was like sixty dollars damn <laughs> I'm like okay. <laughs> And and like the drinks there are not that expensive. No, but I I, I can't say that I haven't had a, uh, a sixty dollar bar tab at Good Bar. So <laughs> it wasn't yeah. my beer. It wasn't my bar tab. It was uh, it was my ex's bar tab. But <laughs> she was buying everybody beer. 
Ah. She's buying me beer. She's buying, uh, she's buying her beer. She's buying beer for all the dudes in the Kennedy carpool. And like, uh, yeah. So she spent, she blew through like 60 bucks one night. <laughs> yeah, I've done that too. Uh, you know, we had an all West New York radio event, uh, I don't know, 10 years ago or so at, uh, I can't think of the name of the place again, but it's on, uh, well, it doesn't exist anymore, of course. Bada bing, maybe it was? I have no idea. Anyway, we, we had won a party there. Um, and basically what it was was, like, they allowed us to invite 20 people and, like, our first two drinks were free or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, it was a legit, like, a lot of times you win these things and it's not really a prize. This was legit. Like, like it was, you know, valued at probably 100 bucks or something like that. Sure. Um, and then afterwards, you know, she said, you know, we'll just charge everybody for their drinks. I said, you know what, don't even worry about it. Just give me a tab. Um, now that was an expensive night. <laughs> it sounds it was, like it. Because it was the, well, it was the entire all West New York radio crew. Uh, and everybody was, you know, drinking heavily. Uh, we got one of those, uh, fishbowl drinks. Yeah. It was, it was a mixed drink that came in a literal fishbowl. I've seen pictures of this. Yes. Um, now that fishbowl drink by itself was like 30 bucks. Um, but it was worth it. And then some. Uh, I think we all got drunk off that one drink. Um, and, and when I say all, there there had to have been 10, 12 people there. Um, so I know it was it was uh, me and Mrs. All Western New York Radio were there. Uh, Teddy was there with his wife. Uh, Scotty Harrington was there. AJ was there. Uh, J. Ryan K. was there. Christine was there. Um, I'd say there were probably 10, 12 people there. Um, and literally... Everybody shared that one fishbowl drink, and we all got hammered. <laughs> nice. It was, yes. But, I mean, <laughs> Miss, Miss is all Western New York radio, so you know how far ago that is. Yeah, I, I'm well aware of how long ago that is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, when, when you're done playing this next song, sure. let's talk about Amazon's announcement today. Uh, I haven't heard it, so sure. Wunderbar. All right, we'll talk about that on the other side of the break. Sounds good. This is The Clockers, this song called Roadside Suicide, all WNY Radio. Think so, Joe Show. Roadside Suicide! Take a drink, see it won't last long Packing up his feelings, stacking up his life Take it to 
Lockers on all WNY radio, the Think So Joe show. Really dig with that Scott. band. With Scott, yes, I really dig that band, the Clockers, man. I was trying to get them for uh, this past show, and uh, they were unavailable to do so, but uh, seem to be uh, open to working with us again in the future. So uh, hopefully soon we'll get the Clockers on a bill. So I know that times are different, but the, the first two bands that you've played tonight have both had... Um, uh, and I don't mean this disrespectfully in any way, had like a hairband feel to them. Like they, <laughs> they reminded me of like a Pantera, Motley Crue. Okay. Uh, like something that I, something that I would have listened to in the late eighties, early nineties. They've got that. Um, uh, I don't know. There's a, there's, there's a feeling to it. I don't know what it is. I get you. It's not that you, it's not that they sound like hair metal. They just have a feeling of uh, like, uh, you know, the feeling you get when you listen to hair metal. Yeah, like, I could totally see that video uh, with, like, uh, a blonde in a flannel shirt on a Mustang. <laughs> okay. Of course, I, I, a lot of times I close my eyes and I see a blonde in a flannel shirt on a Mustang, so maybe that has nothing to do with it, really. I don't know. It, that's entirely possible. Uh, so, so what's Which, this? Well, well, go ahead. No, all right, so you, I'll go where you were going, because you want to talk about Amazon, because Amazon released, all right, so Amazon's weird. You know, Apple has their events, and you know months in advance that Apple's going to have this event, and they're going to release their new things. Um, Amazon just decides to do it randomly. So today, Amazon introduced six new versions of the Amazon Echo. Really? Yeah. Um, and they seem pretty cool. Now, a lot of people knew this was coming uh, because uh, it, the uh, the Echo has been on sale, and they've, it seems as though they've been trying to deplete the stock that they had in the warehouse so that they could, you know, introduce these new ones and entice people with these new ones. But I got to say, even had they not do, done that, these new ones are pretty cool. And they're the type of thing that I personally would be interested in picking up. So there's a brand new Amazon Echo. 
and it's basically the same as the current Echo. Sure. Um, but it's it's a little smaller. It's got a fabric covering on it, and it's just called Amazon Echo, and it's a hundred bucks. Now, when I bought my first one, it was one hundred and eighty. I've since bought several more. Um, but uh, well, you know, a while ago they had Amazon Dots on sale for thirty-five bucks. Yeah. So I bought one for me. I bought one for each of my daughters. Bought one for the girl. Bought one for my mom. Basically, like anybody that I could think of that didn't have one, I'm like, cool, I'll get one. They don't have any new $35 ones. And in fact, they don't have a new $50 one. But the new ones that they do have are really cool. I have them up on my screen here. All right, so they have an Echo Spot. Mm-hmm. It's, um, you've seen the Echo Show, right? Yeah. It's square. It's got a video screen in it. Yeah. This one is the new. Ver- this one is the new version of that, and it's round. Oh. It kind of looks like an Echo Dot stuck on its end. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at that right now. And it's got a little screen on it. It's got a little camera on it. You can use it for you know video chat. You can watch videos on it, etc. It's 130 bucks. That's not bad. It really isn't, and um. You know, so they've got this one, and like I'm, I'm thinking eh, maybe I need one of those. I don't know. I don't really need one, but sometimes, sometimes I find that I need things I didn't really need. <laughs> I got my, I got my dot for free uh, when I switched over to Amazon Business. Uh, they, you know what? I, I picked up one of those as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they had, the, they had a deal on it, and uh, so today, I, today I wasn't, I, I had no idea what I was going to do for today's show because I, I had talked to you last night, and you said I, I'm not available. I said, all right, cool. Uh, so I woke up and I, I, you know, looked at my phone, checked my Facebook. Nobody had replied to my uh, call for a co-host uh, this morning, um, which it was like 530 in the morning where I'm like, shit, I, I need to find a co-host and I need to pick bands to play on the show. <laughs> like I, it was to a point where I'm in Hootsuite and I'm, I'm po- like getting ready to post the show, uh, you know, the details. And it's like, you have to schedule more than five minutes uh, in the future if you're going to schedule. It's like, fuck. Right. <laughs> so that's why they went up slightly before six today. Uh, so I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. So I just walked to the studio. I was just going to throw my phone in here, grab something, uh, go grab something to eat from the kitchen. Um, and I noticed my my dot is uh, got a little yellow glow to it, which usually is uh, a notification uh, so usually, like, if I order something from Amazon, when it gets delivered, I'll get the notification. It'll have the little yellow ring going. And right. I'm like, okay, Alexa, what's my notification? And it says, you are you have one notification. You have a new message. Like, okay, so Alexa, what's my message? <laughs> I've never gotten a message before on this thing. Oh, no, I, I actually use it to message all the time. I, actually, it's funny, a couple weeks ago, um, I had mentioned that I had bought an Echo for uh, for my mother. And um, so a couple of weeks ago, I'm doing my show and I have an echo here in the office. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's like I just started my show. Literally, the, like the, the, the intro had just run. I'm, hey, hi, how you doing? I'm Scott. This is my show. And I have my echo set that my family members can drop in. Yeah. Now, dropping in is basically like allows people to, you know, just they're there. You know, it's, it's not, you know, it's not an incoming call. It's just boom, there's their voice. So I have it set that you know both my daughters and my mother can drop in, mm-hmm. and so I so I just start my show now. My mother, 
since I was, you know, a, a wee child, calls me Scotty, which I hate, but whatever. <laughs> so I start my show. Hey, hi, how you doing? I'm Scott Leffler. And I hear on my, I hear coming from my echo, Scotty, it's mom, pick up. <laughs> and I'm like, I go, Alexa, stop. And then like 10 seconds later, she tries again. She's like, Scotty, it's mom. I need you to pick up. And I, you know, Alexa, stop. And then like something clicked in my head and I'm like, she knows I have a show at eight o'clock on Mondays. So like, maybe this is an emergency. Right. So I'm like, I'm like, all right, folks, uh, I'm going to shut down and I'll be back in five minutes. So I ended my show, called my mother and I'm like, mom, what's up? And she's like, oh, I just wanted to let you know that this, this was just after the hurricane. She's like, I just wanted to let you know that the girls are both okay. And I'm like, cool. Can we talk about this in like an hour? And she's like, yeah, why? I'm like, cause I was just on air. She's like, Oh, I forgot it was Monday and you have your show. I'm like, it's all good. <laughs> my mom so. does that. My mom does that. Like I, I don't hear from my mom like super often. Uh, you know, she'll, re she'll react with some of my stuff on Facebook or whatever, or, you know, occasionally she'll shoot me a text or a Facebook message one or the other. It, it's never consistent. Uh, but Sunday, I'm, I just sat down Went on the air, board wrestling fan, and my phone lights up because my phone's never on. My phone, my ringer, my vibrator, never on unless I'm like desperately waiting for a phone call. Um, Ditto, yeah. So, uh, but I'll usually have it like right in front of me, and I've made sure where if I'm getting a text message, my phone is going to light up. So at least I can see that I have an, a, a, a message or a call coming in or something. Uh, so my phone lights up, and I grab my phone and it's um, it's my mom. <laughs> uh, you know, hey Joe, we're, we're, we're you know I, I don't know if you're busy next Saturday, but you know it's Grandma's birthday and we're doing a thing, and it's like I'm aware it's Grandma's birthday, but I can't go. I have to take Madison to uh, you know she's got cheerleading, so we we're not going to be able to make it. But you know, thanks for the invite. <laughs> but right. it, just inevitably. When I sit down to do the show, particularly that show, and not not usually this show, but uh, you know, that's when I get messages. So, by the way, if anybody ever texts me during this show and wonders, "Hey, why why isn't he responding to my text?" It's because I had no idea you texted me until I look at my phone after the show. Brian actually has been texting me uh, during the show. He wanted to, he was actually asking if uh, if Earl, who uh, co-hosted with me last week, uh, showed up. <laughs> which I, I lost Elysium are in studio right now. So I assume that's where he is. Uh, but I had shot him a message this morning. Like, Hey man, are you, uh, you still doing a show with me? And I never heard back from him. And that's when I was like, okay, I probably should, uh, find a backup just in case, uh, right. <laughs> this dude doesn't show up. Um, but yeah, it, it's, you know, my mom will inevitably text me while I'm on the air. <laughs> it's like uh, um, yeah. So back back to back to the Alexa real quick. Sure. Um, you know you, I I had actually considered because all right. So right now we're we're talking via Skype, and I had considered um, suggesting that we do it via um, Echo. Which we you have an you you have an Echo Dot, which has a you know a, an audio out. Right. I can plug it into my board. You can just plug into your board, which I have done. I've I've plugged my Echo Dot into my board. Um, and so we could have done that. I, I considered that as an option. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it is funny that, you know, my, my mother doesn't use the drop-in feature because she's, she's mostly afraid of it. Basically, 
I got her a, uh, a very small speaker uh, with which she can listen to Elvis. <laughs> I don't know if you saw, I, I posted, I, I, I posted, uh, I did a Elvis pop art the other day. Uh, yes. And I, 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 one, I posted it because it's like, look what I could do with a black and white picture. You right. know, because I, I made it into a colored pop art. Um, and two, because I knew my mom would like it. <laughs> um, so the, the other new echoes, by the way, um, so there's, there's the new version of the echo, uh, mm -hmm. which is now a hundred bucks as opposed to 180. There's an echo plus, which is, it looks a lot like my original echo. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's now $150, but it includes a built-in smart home hub and comes with a free light bulb. Ooh, fancy. So that's. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and then now something that I think is really, really neat. It's not on this page that I'm looking at right now, but they have these new things and they're, they're echo buttons. Okay. And, and basically they're like game show host buttons that connect to your echo. So you can play trivia games. Oh, cool. Which is and basically a, what I use my echo for these days. <laughs> and, and, and you get it, you get a two pack of them for 20 bucks. Cool. And I don't know how many you can connect, but like it, the, the video that I had seen, there were three connected. Um, so you can probably connect, you know, uh, four, maybe more. I don't know. But like it's kind of so uh, the Echo will ask you a trivia question and then you hit the button like you're in a game show host and then you answer it and it tells you whether you're right or wrong. I think it's kind of cool. That is pretty cool. I've been uh, we've talked about uh, our affinity for playing Jeopardy uh, through Alexa before, uh, which I am doing awful this week. <laughs> You know, I, I haven't played in quite a while. Um, now, the other night, uh, I was watching Jeopardy. I don't know if you had seen... Um, yeah. Was it Jeopardy? Yeah, yeah. it was Jeopardy. Um, and uh, the guy was talking about the fact that he had met the Dalai Lama. Yeah. And he ended, he ended this uh, you know, conversation with, so I got that going for me, which is nice. And I like laughed out loud. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, I don't know, you know how many other people caught it, but it's a Caddyshack reference. <laughs> I hey, I wouldn't have caught it because <laughs> whatever whatever I co-host with you, you don't do the whole you know Joe knows Jack. Have you seen any? Have you been forced to watch any good movies lately? Typically, I'll watch them the day before the show, uh, right. just so they're fresh in my mind. Or I watch them like six o'clock in the morning. Like when I was working, that was what I was doing. I would wait till like three o'clock in the morning, and then I'd watch whatever movie I'm supposed to watch, and then set up breakfast or whatever it was I had to do. Um, so this, uh, right now I need to watch, uh, the latest, uh, Star Trek film. Uh, I had watched oh, okay. the, the previous two. Uh, so this is the third one in the series. Uh, so that I have to watch, uh, before next, uh, before the next show, uh, which the next show is going to be October 11th. We're not going to be here next week because, uh, Brian's working the Stone Sour show and I'm hoping to go to the Stone Sour show. Uh, so we'd already, uh, planned to take that week off. Uh, we will be back October 11th. Uh, there will be a Joe Knows Jack segment. I will uh, have watched uh, the latest Star Trek film by then. The, the first two uh, in this series weren't so bad. Uh, I'm not much of a Star Trek guy, but, uh, you know, I, I get a lot of the references uh, that were made throughout the first two movies. In fact, I think, uh, you know, the first movie, my basic, uh, you know, my basic review of it was... You know, if you know nothing about Star Trek, you will understand this movie because they hit all of the things that you think of when you think of Star Trek. Right. 
except for one, which was in the second movie, which is the iconic con or whatever, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. So yes. I, I, I've often told the story on the show where I've only seen, uh, you know, one series of Star Trek. And I want to say it was like Voyager. I'm not, I'm not even sure it was, it was on at like three o'clock in the morning on Fox, uh, in between the Simpsons and married with children. Uh, so, uh, this was ages ago. This was when I was dating my first wife. Uh, wow. Um, yeah. So, uh, but you know, I, I would watch that show and it would be like, okay, so somebody has infiltrated the Enterprise or whatever. I guess Voyager was the ship in that show, right? Uh, whatever. Uh, somebody has infiltrated the ship. And now we have to spend the rest of the show figuring out how to get them off the ship. Hey, we got them off the ship. Hooray. The day is saved. Let's go explore space. <laughs> like, and, and that was every single episode of that show. Exact same plot every time. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so yeah, I, that's about right. And I, and I, I, me not knowing much about Star Trek because I never really got into it. You know, it was. Um, so so this is what Star Trek is. This is what people are like obsessed over. It. You know, I, I, clearly, you know, I think it's. Uh, you know, other series of Star Trek were more refined than that and more, had more variation. I would imagine. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and. The so now there's a new Star Trek that started this past Sunday. Um, and apparently it's not actually going to air on television. Like, I'm kind of confused about how they're doing this. Um, I guess you're only going to be able to watch it on the CBS All Access app, so they're, which is their way of, like, forcing people to buy this, like, I don't know, is it $10 a month app or whatever? Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't care. Um, I, I already subscribe to way too many, like, sure. different services. Um. So I'm not I'm definitely not going to be doing that, but uh, yeah, I, I just I just canceled HBO and Showtime because I had Showtime for Twin Peaks and I had HBO for Game of Thrones. Well, those are both over. I, there's nothing else that I'm interested in either one of those. Right. Um, but I, but I still have Hulu and um, and I've been eyeing Netflix just because mainly for their like original series. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of things that I'd like to watch. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking about getting Netflix for like a month and just binging everything I can. Um, except I never actually watch my Hulu because I don't have any time. Well, that's, uh, that's my problem right now is I have Hulu and I have Netflix. I don't watch either one of them. Right. When I have time yeah. to actually just sit around and watch something, you know, that I'm subscribed to, I'm binge watching old, uh, episodes of Monday Night Raw and WCW Nitro on the WWE network. Uh, just because... <laughs> The the joke is always that it's 1997 in my house because I'm watching Monday Night Raw and, and Monday Nitro from 1997 and I'm playing Sega Saturn. <laughs> so, right. I mean, that's uh, and that was literally what I was doing for about a month was just sitting here playing Daytona USA on my Sega Saturn and watching WWE Network uh, and old shows for old wrestling from 1997. Um, now it's, uh, you know, wrestling from 1997 and I'm, I'm playing, uh, uh, Sonic Mania, which just got released a few weeks ago, uh, which is, uh, basically an updated version of the classic Sonic the Hedgehog games. Nice. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, it's done by a guy called Christian Whitehead. Uh, he did the mobile versions of Sonic 1, 2, and 3, uh, which were incredible, uh, 
just because they added new features to the games that weren't available previously. Uh, he added some secret areas and he, he really like, he started off, he was just a guy who, uh, was on Sonic fan forums and made, uh, just made his own games. Uh, and the mobile, uh, original mobile version of Sonic the Hedgehog was, uh, apparently shit. And Sega reached out to him and said, Hey, um, do you want to redo these for us? And he did, and they were great, and now he's got his own deal making his own Sonic game, which is, uh... I've been playing it, it's fun, it's just, it's a lot harder than uh, playing through the old games. What system? Uh, it's available for uh, basically anything that's out right now. You can get it for your PC, you can get it for uh, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, uh, I'd imagine uh, Nintendo Switch, I, I'm, I'm really not sure. Uh, but yeah, it's out there. Uh, it's available. So the, the last the last gaming system that I had, I had a PlayStation Two, uh, when I uh, was living with the wife and kids. Uh, we basically bought it for the kids just to have you know a, a game system to play. Sure. Um, the pr- prior to that, the only game system that I've ever had was a Game Boy when I was in high school. Okay. Um, so I've never really been much for gaming, to be completely honest with you. Um, it's just. It's not a thing that I did. When I, when I was in college, we had uh, games on the PC like uh, Wolfenstein and Duke Nukem. Yeah. Um, and those were a lot of fun. But I don't know. I've, just, I've never really been into gaming. It's just I, I, have, I have other ways that I prefer to waste my time, basically. I am a casual gamer at best. I will play like retro games like Sonic and Mario and things like that. Uh, I'll play the NHL games, I'll play the WWE games, and whenever they put out a new Mortal Kombat game, I'll be all over that. But other than that, uh, I'm not much of a gamer myself. Uh, I actually had somebody uh, texted me just this morning uh, bragging about how she... uh, I'm I'm trying to find the text. Uh, She was bragging about how she, um, she could school anybody in, like, comic books and anime, and video games, and all this other stuff, and and, and the movies that go with the comic books, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know anything about any of that shit, (laughs) other than I'm, like, a casual gamer at best. Right. (laughs) You know? uh, Or, for the record, do I care? Right, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's cool and all, but I've never seen an anime in my life. I've barely ever read a comic book and I don't really get into the movies based on them other than Deadpool. <laughs> Actually, Watchmen yeah. was pretty good. I got the Watchmen. That, that's a that's a pretty good movie. Uh, I like the Watchmen minus the huge blue cock. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you that uh, one. <laughs> I watched that uh, for the first time um, about uh, I guess about eight years ago. Probably you know just about eight years ago actually. Um, because I was living in West Seneca at the time. And um, my oldest had gone to see Journey uh, with her mother at Darien Lake. And so my youngest and I and the nurse and uh, one or two of her children uh, decided to watch uh, uh, decided to watch The Watchmen. Now we and, know who watches The Watchmen. Yeah, and... Um, <laughs> And it was a great movie, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh my god, that's a huge blue penis. Now, my my youngest at the time was like nine, 
Um, so it was fairly inappropriate. Right. Um, it was, and it was very embarrassing uh, for all of us involved, basically. <laughs> Uh, so other other than that, I thought it was a great movie. I caught it uh, when it when it first came out on DVD. I I uh, picked it up from a red box because uh, I was working. I had nothing else to do, so I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna watch a movie." This one looks okay, <laughs> you know. Right. Uh, I enjoyed it. I, I I own a copy now. I got it for like dirt cheap at like Dollar General or Family Dollar or one of them stores. Um, now that is uh, that's part of the Marvel universe, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I get very confused because it seems like everything is part of the Marvel universe. <laughs> yeah, I, I really yeah, don't I, know. I don't I don't follow along with a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. I don't well, you know, there've been a lot of new superhero superhero movies lately and I've enjoyed them a lot. Um Wonder Woman was incredible. Uh you know, the uh uh the, the new Spider-Man was pretty good. Um Batman versus Superman was horrible, but like for the most part I do enjoy the superhero movies um but i'm like i know that they're all part of like the same universe and i'm i'm confused as to like how they're gonna eventually make everybody meet up because like guardians of the galaxy like how, how, where do they fit in i i don't know it's very it's very confusing for me not having read any of these comic books <laughs> i've i actually own uh guardians 2 my my buddy gave me a uh gave me his digital copy uh i haven't uh -huh. watched it haven't watched it yet uh, aside from the first Guardians of the Galaxy, I think, uh, and Deadpool, I think the, uh, latest superhero movie that I saw was Kick-Ass 2. Ah, so. <laughs> I don't, I did not see Kick-Ass 2. I saw the original and liked the original Kick-Ass very much, but I didn't see Kick-Ass 2. Uh, Kick-Ass 2 is a little more campy and over the top than Kick-Ass 1. Uh, if I, if I were to watch either movie, I'd prefer Kick-Ass 1. Uh, but I own both of them, so I can watch them whenever the hell I want to. So, <laughs> all right. Yeah. So speaking of campy and over the top, uh, when I went to see it the other day, I got a movie pass. By the way, I don't. Are, are you familiar with movie pass? I, I am familiar. I actually read an article about that. Dude, it's it's the best deal. If you like movies, basically it's ten bucks a month, and I can go to a movie a day. Yeah. So I'm going. I'm going to the movies tonight. It will be the third movie that I've seen in just over a week. Um, so I pay the 10 bucks a month and then I don't pay when I get to the movie theater. I just, they swipe my card and I'm in. Um, and I still get to accrue points. So I end up getting like free pop and popcorn and all that other stuff too. And it, anyway, it's my favorite thing in the world right now. Um, but that, that is saw, a tremendous deal. When I saw it, there was a preview before the movie for a movie. There was a preview before it for a movie called happy death day. I think. Yeah. And it's basically a campy horror version of Groundhog Day. Yeah, I've I've seen the ad for it. I haven't seen the uh, full trailer, but I've seen like the thirty second spots for it. Uh, they've been showing it during Monday Night Raw and all that. So it, it looks incredible. Um, I'm very excited about it. Groundhog Day is one of my favorite movies. Um, and so I'm I'm very much looking for. And campy horror is basically my favorite movie genre. So I'm really looking forward to this. And it's at uh, Into Club by. Uh, uh, my pity sent in it, so you know that's that's a that's a bonus too. Was it you I was talking to the other day about? Uh, we were talking about Halloween costumes, and and I had mentioned like everybody's gonna want to, everybody's gonna dress up as it. That's gonna be the big, uh, you know, Halloween thing this year. Everybody's gonna be Pennywise. Like, yes. like that's gonna be the. So I'm on. Uh, I, I'm on a website that sells uh, Lucha Libre masks earlier today because I frequent those sites. 
because hey, you know, maybe I could score a good deal on a on a decent lucha mask. Uh, but anyway, so I'm on this site. I'm just looking. I'm just browsing, and um, the there's a uh, there's a contingent of wrestlers in uh, AAA in Mexico. Uh, they're called the Psycho Circus, and they uh, their masks are clown masks, and okay. all but one of them is sold out. All but one of them is sold out. So clowns in general is going to be the big thing for Halloween this year. Huh. I saw a thing on Facebook earlier that you can have a creepy clown deliver donuts to someone. I saw that. Um, I didn't. Um, oh, my God. I know I, the perfect person to do that to. I just got to find out her address. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a I have a friend who I thought was like afraid of clowns. And then I found out she just she doesn't like them. So, like, I used to send her clown pictures all the time, and um, now I, I realize several years later that I'm basically just wasting my time. <laughs> We're going to get into a song in a second, but uh, before I do that, uh, Arlo Price lives up the street from me. If anybody knows who Arlo Price is, he's a, uh, he's a freak show clown. Uh, he lives up the street from me, and I, I bumped into him uh, the other day. I was heading out to Tops to buy some food and uh, uh, ran into him, talked to him for a little bit. Um, and when I got home, one of my uh, Facebook friends was talking about how she saw it and she's terrified of clowns. And I was like, I was just literally hanging out with a clown. I could send him over to your house if you want. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, but apparently people who are afraid of clowns are not afraid of Arlo Price. Because he's okay. a, and, and the weird thing is he's a creepy clown, not a funny clown. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Whatever, man. But uh, this is Arcadia, uh, and this song is called Disdain on all WNY Radio. Think so, Joe Show. Yeah. 
Arcadia on all WNY Radio, the Think So Joe show. Had them nice. on a show. Yeah, they had them on a show not too long ago. Uh, Stamps. It was a pretty good night. We had, it was, uh, who else do we have? We had Janie Crash and the Tall Man, Wyatt Coyne were on that show. Yep. Uh, and trying to think who opened. I can't remember. <laughs> there was one more band. I can't think of who it is off the top of my head. There was, and I can't think of it yeah. at the moment either. And I feel horrible about that. Me too. I, I, I've got was, the flyer. That, that, that was a good show. And, uh, the other night we had a good show. And of course you got a good one coming up for Halloween. So I'm, and, yes. and then, and then, you know, a, a couple bands that you happen to like for your birthday show. Yeah. Uh, a couple of bands that a lot of people happen to like, so that's going to be a, it's going to be a good show. Uh, yeah, now, we've I, got... saw po- I saw you post the other day that you're considering maybe doing a show in January. Thinking uh, about it. What's uh, what's the thought process there? The thought process is I'm waiting. Uh, I'm waiting to hear back from the uh, from the booker at uh, Mr. Goodpar to see what management thought of the show. Right. Uh, because as soon as I got home, I shot a message to the I shot an email to the guy and I said, "Hey, you know, we we think we think the night went pretty well. Everybody, you know, everybody made some money." Uh, we, we had a pretty good crowd. The bands were like really into it. The people were really into the bands and, uh, you know, we would like to come back at some point. So I uh, thinking about it, I don't have a show booked in January right now. I figure new year's Eve, uh, would basically cover December and January. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, you know, well, what if, you know, we go back to good bar in January, if they have something available, uh, I still haven't heard whether or not management uh, liked the show or not, so um, I, I don't know yet. It's it's a thought right now. Um, with some of the bands that have expressed interest, though, I'm actually kind of thinking I might reach out to Nietzsche's for that one uh, because of that'd be good. We haven't done a show there yet. We have not. Uh, I I got to figure out who I got to talk to there, uh, but I've. Uh, you know, some of the bands that have uh, expressed interest in in playing in January are bands that I think would would probably fit in a little bit better there. Uh, so I mean, uh, we'll we'll see what happens, and uh, we'll we'll go from there. Uh, but right now, there's nothing scheduled for January. Uh, we do have one month from today is our Halloween show, and uh, that is one month from today. That is it? one month from today. That is going to be a fun show. Uh, we're going to kick off with Avid the Band, uh, Janie Crash and the Tall Men are going to be there, Final Decline and XM Priory, uh, and uh, we're going to probably do a, a costume contest of some sort, uh, and as I... I think we should, I, I've been thinking about my costume as well, I, I think we should do a costume contest. I, I feel like we always have to have some sort of a special thing for each show. And uh, and I I definitely feel like we should have a costume contest for the Halloween show. I agree, uh, I've, I've also, I've... Uh, I, I did state on Facebook today that uh, it is safe to come to this show. My face will be covered. <laughs> you, you will not have to look at me. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, after seeing XM Priory last year for Halloween, I'm I'm very uh, intrigued as to what those gentlemen will do for uh, costumes. Uh, Dan was uh, Quail Man from the uh, old Nicktoon, Doug. Uh, I, I can venture, I, I will venture to say that, uh, whatever he does this year, uh, he will not have underpants on the outside of his pants. Uh, he, so, he was not comfortable last year, apparently doing so. I can certainly understand why. Um, so, so Nick and Dan have their own little show and I don't know why it's not an all West New York radio show, 
Um, but I guess the season finale is coming up soon. Um, yeah, I, I was asked uh, to do some stuff for, uh, we, we're going to start talking about season two. Uh, I, I had intended to do some stuff for them, but it's a matter of, uh, actually getting it done, uh, the way that right. I wanted, uh, the way that I want to do it. It's easy enough for me to do. It's just a matter of getting it set up to do it the way that I, uh, actually intend to make it look, um, so hopefully, uh, hopefully for season two, that'll be a thing. Uh, we're, we're going to probably get together and talk about that. Um, speaking of getting together with, with XM Priory and talking about things, uh, uh, fans of Think So Brain, uh, may want to come to my birthday party. Just, just saying. <laughs> Wait, I thought you didn't have fans, which is why it's not a band anymore. Uh, that's not the reason it wasn't a band anymore, but... <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. My and, apologies, then. Yeah, anybody... And don't worry, I won't be singing. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's good to know. I won't be singing. I, I will be, uh... Well, I don't want to give away anything, but, uh, that's... Yeah, I won't be singing, so you don't have to worry about that. Uh, and, and it, it involves XM Priory, and we'll, we'll just leave it there for now. Uh, it's not set in stone. We haven't, uh you know, really worked out details yet, but, uh, it is something that's, uh, come up and may happen. So, <laughs> cool. so yeah, that's, uh, that's something. Uh, yeah. So XM Priory, Final Decline, Jaden Crash and the Tall Man, Avid the Band, October 27th. That's one month from tonight. Doors are going to open at seven o'clock. First band's going to be on at eight o'clock. Uh, we're going to do the costume contest thing. I think that's, uh, that's pretty set now. I, I think we're going to actually do that. Um, the music's gonna be great, and I, I can't wait to see what everybody wears this wears to the show. And um, maybe I won't get recognized. I, I don't know. I'm not gonna give away what uh, what I'm what I'm doing. I've told you, <laughs> right, right. And and I I have uh, gotten part of that uh, today in the mail. So, um... well, I I I think it, that I'm leaning towards doing what I had mentioned to you. I was considering about doing. Right. So I, I got to. Right. Got to get my hair cut and uh, dyed and, you know, braided and, you know, uh, get my nails done. It'll be a good time. <laughs> Indeed. It's, it's, it's always a good time with all Western New York radio, though. And, and anybody that came out this past Saturday will tell you that. That was just an incredible night. It really was. Uh, it, it, was it was a lot of fun. The music was great. Now, all right, so I felt like the sound from the first two bands was spot on. And I felt like it got muddy after that. Was it just my drinking, or uh, was there? Did the sound degrade as the night went on? No, I thought the sound stayed pretty consistent uh, throughout the night. I think it was more of, uh, you know, you had more distortion out of the two later bands. They were more uh, heavier bands. Uh, I had uh, I had Nate from the Barksdales standing next to me the whole night, like, dude this is going to be such a drastic change after this band <laughs> when we yes. come up. And I didn't think it was going to be, uh, he thought it was going to be a jarring change. I, I don't think it was. I think it worked out really well the way uh, we laid it out. Um, but how about Lower Town Trio? Let's, uh, let's talk about the fact that their bass player that they had for this show uh, had one practice with them. Yes. And, and just how incredible... Um, which, uh, you know, I did the, I did the live video, uh, as I always do for all Western New York radio, I do one song per band and, and throw it uh -huh. up on the, uh, on the, uh, on the all Western New York Facebook. Um, 
I, I personally took a video for my own Facebook page. Uh, they were playing, uh, I can't remember what song they were playing, but I, I posted it uh, and tagged my mom. Because my mom's like, oh, are they going to play country music? Are they going to play music I like? And, you know, when they were up there and they're doing a bunch of covers from like the 50s, 60s, 70s, uh, you know, I shot a video and I said, mom, this is what you miss when you don't come to my shows. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, and and uh, she had posted, hey, they're really good. Like, yeah. Now, I saw that you posted that. I didn't realize that was your mother. Yeah. 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 Yeah, my mom and I do not share a last name. So. <laughs> yes, you know, I don't think that my mother would enjoy anything that we do ever. Now, <laughs> she might, she might like Lower Town Trio. Uh, you know, and, and they actually they did an Elvis song, if I recall correctly. Sure. Um, so, so she would have liked that. But uh, wait, no, they didn't do an Elvis song. They did a song about Elvis. That's what it was. They did an uh, Elvis song, and they did the song about Elvis. Did they do it? All they, right. they did. So I, she probably would have enjoyed that. Um. But no, generally speaking, uh, I, my mom doesn't get invited to all West New York events just because I, I don't, I, I don't envision that going well. I, I don't think my mom would enjoy the entire event, but I think she really would have liked Lower Town Trio and uh, and uh, Kickstart Rumble. I think right. once once the Barksdales went up, I think my mom would have been like, okay, this is too loud, I'm going home. <laughs> yeah. Kickstart Kickstart Rumble was a lot of fun too. I enjoyed that a lot. Did you did you? Did you catch that three of the bands did Ramones covers? I didn't make that. I didn't put that together. No. Yeah, three of the bands. That's funny. Uh, Lower Town Trio did Blitzkrieg Bop. Uh, Kickstart Rumble did. Uh... Shit, I can't remember what song they did. I'm pretty sure they did a they did a Ramones song, and then uh, XM Priory did Pet Cemetery. Cool. So there was the, the there were three Ramon songs throughout the night. That's funny. I liked Kickstart, man. They were up there doing like the '90s ska stuff, so they were doing like the Boss Tones and Real Big Fish and things like that. So that was like, hey, this is pretty cool. I actually uh, told Mike after they came off the stage, I said, "Hey, you know, this is the first time I've ever seen you guys indoors." <laughs> yeah, I remember. I was there for that. I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I had seen them. They opened for the Boss Tones uh, at at Canal Side. Uh, there was this whole controversy, uh, I don't know if it was, I think it was last year, uh, you had uh, them and uh, uh, Randall and the Late Night Scandals were booted off of this uh, Lennon Claypool show yep. at Canal Side, and then there was the whole controversy, and, and they got back on, and I went and I saw them, and I saw Randall and the Late Night Scandals, and nobody was there for the opening bands. You mentioned that. Yeah, yeah I actually... Uh, all West New York Radio did uh, All West New York News and Radio did a story about that. Um, right, and and I, I think we we were probably the first media that jumped on it, and um, it was for last year. It was one of our most shared stories. Yeah, I I could see that. I mean, I definitely uh, you know was vocal about that, and I made sure to get there uh, once they got added back on. I made sure to get there, and then it started pouring rain once the uh, national opener went on. Like, like the touring support, and it was like, you know what, screw this, I'm going home. Right. <laughs> but at least I was there to support the local bands. Uh, and then in between those two times of actually uh, specifically wanting to, or, or, well, the first time I saw them, I didn't know who they were, but I thought they were really good. Uh, and the second time I saw them was, I was there, or that time I saw them, I was there specifically to support them. Uh, in between those two times, I had taken my kid to, uh, they were having this uh, boardwalk carnival at Canal Side. Uh-huh. 
and we're walking around and there's a stage and up on the stage, hey, look, that's Kickstart Rumble. Cool. <laughs> like, so I've literally seen them three times at Canal Side and this was my first time seeing them indoors. Uh, and, and, and that was, they were a lot of fun. Yeah, I just got an email from Canal Side a bit ago about stuff coming up there. They're always doing stuff there. It, it is uh, it is definitely a uh, a benefit to Western New York. Absolutely. I mean, since I moved up here, the just the improvements in that area alone are leaps and bounds over, you know, anything I'd ever experienced in Niagara Falls. And, and not to knock Niagara Falls. I, I get, a you know, I, I knock Niagara Falls a lot and I get a lot of shit for that. But um, realistically, you know, which city has improved more and which city's gone downhill? Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's not even close. Uh, Buffalo has improved more. Um, but I, my, we got, we, we have public concerns that, that I, I feel like they, I feel like Buffalo only acknowledges two areas of the city right now, that being Canal Side and Larkinville. Sure. And there are, you know, Hurdle is making great leaps and bounds. And now I don't know if you've noticed, but Niagara Street is looking good. Yeah. Um, so I feel like Niagara Street is, you know, Hurdle's next, uh, but Hurdle's already halfway there to begin with. I, and I feel like Niagara Street's after that. I, I was actually considering, uh, looking for an apartment on Niagara Street uh, or in that general vicinity because I feel like I could get something now that will cost me like twice as much in a couple years. Sure, and 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 I agree with you on Hurdle. I was, uh, you know, I my kid does uh, cheerleading, and when we have to go to cheerleading, we take the uh, number eleven bus, which is the Colvin bus. It goes up Delaware, turns right on Hurdle, and left on Colvin. Um, and just going, just being on that bus is like, holy shit! Where did all this stuff come from on Hurdle? Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, this is a uh, you know seems like a hot spot. It really does. You know, so I found what, one of my favorite pizzas lately uh, is uh, is on Hurdle, um, and I now the name escapes me. Daddios, is that right? I I don't know. <laughs> I can I can see the font. I'm pretty sure it's Daddios. Um, and their pizza is incredible. Uh, there's a couple coffee uh, shops on Hurdle that I really like. Of mm-hmm. course, Lake Effect opened their new store. That's down Hurdle, down like way down by uh, was it down by Starin, I think. Um, but there's just there's a whole bunch of things going on on Hurdle, and so that's pretty cool. Um, and then you know, I, I feel like you know having gone, I was on Niagara Street, I don't know, two three days ago. And I'm looking around, and I'm like, wait, when did this get here? There's, like, there's like new signs over the street. You know, I, I know that they redid all the paving. They put in the bike lanes last year. But it just it really feels like that's the next spot that's going to pop. Yeah, it's, it's amazing just how much this city's improved, you know. And, you know, when I moved here, it was just like, eh, it's Buffalo. <laughs> you know, like, I didn't want to move here. I didn't like it. And now, like, just over those last seven years, just everything has just gone up, especially, like, once you hit that downtown area, you know? And even even here in South Buffalo, they're remodeling a lot of the buildings, they're renovating, and, and uh, they're going to be opening new things. And it's just amazing to see, like, all over this city, things are looking up. Right. Niagara right. Falls, hey, uh, hey. now Niagara Falls, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, you mentioned Niagara Falls, and, and you know, Niagara Falls obviously has its problem areas, but I, but I do feel like the area around the casino, which has obviously been a huge focus for the past 10 years, but there are a lot of things going on there that I think are really cool. Um, you know, there's I, I went to a, a bar, well, I, I've actually been to that bar three times since, 
um, called uh, the bar's called Players, but inside the bar there's a restaurant called Rock Burger. And between the bar and the restaurant, it's it might be my favorite new place right now, um, and because their their burgers are just incredible. Uh, but there's always stuff going on in Old Fall Street uh, and in that area around the casino. There's a lot of things going on. Now that said, uh, a week ago this past Monday, I was going to meet a friend of mine. Uh, he had messaged me just before my show and said, "Hey, I'm in Niagara Falls. You want to you want to get a drink?" I said, "Yeah, I, you know, I'm free right after nine. Uh, we'll find a place." So nine o'clock hits, and I'm like, "You want to go to the casino?" He said, "Actually, I'm staying at the casino. Let's go somewhere else." I said, "All right, cool. Uh, let's go to." And I I named a place on Third Street, and so he's like, "All right, I'll meet you there." So I got there, and I must have gotten there just after he did because I got there and looked at my phone to text him and had a text message from him that said. They're closed. It was nine o'clock on a Monday night, and this place was closed. <laughs> That's kind of ridiculous. How, how how can you run a bar and have it closed at nine p.m.? <laughs> By contrast, when I leave my house at like three o'clock in the morning just to do a Seven Eleven run, like when I get to Seven Eleven, I pass about four or five bars that are just closing. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, you know, all right. So Erie County, of course, is open until four. Niagara County is only open until two. Um, but, but but still, still nine o'clock on a Monday, you don't yeah, expect the place to be closed. That's, that's kind of pathetic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I it, it's funny because um, there's a place right around the corner from me. It's a convenience store called Buzz and Bee, and they have a sign, and it says open twenty four hours. So I started uh, once I stopped working and and started working from home. There would be nights where I'm like, you know, I'm out of Pepsi. Let me go run to the store real quick. And, uh, like, but my goal was to go to, like, 7-Eleven because, like, I know what they have and I, you know, they have, like, different variants of Pepsi that, like, other places don't have where they have, like, the real sugar vanilla and real sugar regular Pepsi uh, in the 20-ounce right. bottles. So I was going there for a while, but I started noticing that as I'm walking by this place that has a sign that says 24 hours, that they were usually closed. So one night I went in there, and because uh, I looked up when they closed. They closed at 1 o'clock. So I went in there, and I said, how come you guys are closed now at 1 o'clock in the morning? Because I've been going to 7-Eleven when I could just be coming here. You're right around the corner from me. And they, well, you know, it's just the neighborhood. <laughs> okay, I got you. So <laughs> uh, it's going downhill and uphill at the same time over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's just weird yeah, that, you know, this this place that advertises their 24 hours is closed from 1 o'clock to 5 o'clock, so. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta keep well, an eye on the clock when, I, when I'm running out of stuff to drink and want to go out for a walk at 2 o'clock in the morning, you know. You said you were open 24 hours. Well, not in a row. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was, I'm trying to remember... I think I was living in Lockport at the time, and there was a place that was open 24 hours. But every time I went there, they were closed. <laughs> and, like, not not just at night, but, like, at 2 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon, and, like, they're closed. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm done. I'm not even going to try with you anymore. <laughs> I'm going to tell a story real quick about, uh, speaking of stores that are open 24 hours, I want to tell a story real quick before we get out of here. Uh, and it's about uh, the We Never Close store on Elmwood that's uh, just a block away from uh, Good Bar there. Uh, I love that place. They have two hot dogs for a buck and a quarter. Yeah, I, I was out there uh, not this past weekend, but the weekend before, uh, and I was putting up some of those uh, postcard flyers that we had for the show. I was putting 
uh, in between the, uh, you know, push here to cross signs, uh, which was a perfect I, place for him. Dude, we're running out of time, but I almost ate there the other day because I was looking for something cheap before the show. I ended up eating at Burger King with a murderer. Did I tell you this story? No, you didn't. No. I'll tell you off air. Okay. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> I, I go into this, uh, I, I go into this gas station and they're like, no, we don't sell tape. Try the 24 hour store up the street. Uh, so I go into the 24 hour store and I grab a roll of duct tape off the, off the, uh, you know, off the display there. Uh, and I'm standing in line. The one guy is on the phone and the other guy is ringing somebody out and explaining to him, uh, that the guy on the phone is prank calling, uh, a, uh, local, uh, terrestrial radio DJ who happened to take second place in the all WNY music awards for best podcast or radio <laughs> show last year. So, so I, and, and they're just calling up and they're prank calling this guy and they're doing it regularly. So, and they're telling this guy the story. So as soon as I get up to cash out with my duct tape, I'm like, guys, I, I fully 100% approve of you guys prank calling that guy. And, and this is why, <laughs> you know, and I explained to them, uh, That's you know, that he won the, you know, he won the award or what he, he took second place in the award behind other, you know, traditional radio hosts. Uh, this is a band that's playing November 11th at Mohawk place for my birthday party. Uh, actually they're going to, uh, headline that particular show. Uh, and this is, uh, this is one of my favorite songs by them and one of my favorite song titles from them. And I I'm going to keep babbling cause this song's only three minutes and we got four minutes. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the song's actually called chain sodomy. <laughs> Okay, then. Uh, and if, if that doesn't give you an idea of what the Dreadnecks are, <laughs> uh, it really should. Um, <laughs> it's actually off their uh, latest album. It's called Beast of Burden, uh, which came out earlier this year. That's where I met uh, Wyatt Coyne was at the CD release show for that. Uh, and Wyatt Coyne's going to be with us uh, soon. I think in February we're going to have them. Um I think we're going to have the Dreadnecks, too. You, yeah. You've got shows booked that I don't even know anything about, so... Yeah, I'll give you the, I'll give you the information. Uh, yeah, I, th I think... Uh, I'm actually waiting to hear from the Dreadnecks about that February show, too. Uh, that should be a pretty good show. That's our last one at Stamps. Our Black and Hearts Ball? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got cool. some good bands for that one. <laughs> if, if, uh, if this all comes to fruition. So, uh, this is the Dreadnecks. This song's called Chain Sodomy. We'll see you in two weeks on all WNY Radio, the Think So Joe Show. Peace.